Good grief! That's right, it's peanuts. I'll tell you what, Parky, we should have done some sort of celebratory episode because we are 25, ding, 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 25 episodes in. That's a quarter of a century of the world's greatest podcast talking about peanut strips based out of the south of England. Now... <laughs> Uh, that's right, I am the Chief, I am 50% of your most excellent hosts, I'm joined as always by my good buddy Parky, hello. I'm still here Chief, I haven't hung up from, from yesterday's recording. Good, yes, peek behind the curtain, Parky's a very busy man, jet setter, if you will, and uh, we're cramming in some recordings, so we recorded yesterday, which as we're recording this episode, that previous episode from yesterday hasn't even dropped yet, but yeah, so when we say, when I say to you, Parky, what you've been up to this week, what I actually mean is what you've been up to in the 23 hours since I last spoke to you. <laughs> what did we do last night? Don't know. I think I, was, <laughs> I, think, I, think I said to you, in, in, I think it was in, the, in last week's episode, look, that we're going, the, the community cinema is running um, the castle. Oh, yes. Uh, for, for like Australia Day. And, uh, oh, did so you go went, see it? Went to see it last night, yeah. Oh. We had, um, yeah, I, I invited a mate over to watch the Spurs, because the Spurs are on the telly as well last night, yes. so it had to like weigh up the two, and um, he couldn't make it, so I thought, oh no, I'll just go with Lucy, not the Lucy, and we'll go and watch The Castle, it's just, what a genius film, and then when I came back, like, it's, you know, it's, it was in the era when films were, you know, 90 minutes max, you know, not nowadays, oh, I love where it. you got love it. I call hours. that the golden cone of justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you want, do you want to elaborate on that, because I love it? Uh, no, because it's not okay. really cone-shaped, uh, but there is justice in watching a movie that's third, 90 minutes or less. I give it a yeah. little bit of leeway, so I might go to 94, 95. 94, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Minutes. All right, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, yeah okay. So, yeah, we, um, that was it. And we, we've been planning, um, so we're planning a, a, like a holiday, like a two-week trip um, in April as well. And so I, I was going to hopefully kind of crowdsource some information here from any of our listeners who might Lovely. be from the deep south of the United States. So we're, we're hopefully flying in to um, the deep south, well, not the deep south, we're actually flying into Orlando, um, right. and then picking up a car and then driving out to New Orleans, up to Atlanta, right. and then back, back down to Orlando. So any tips on what to do in that part of the world? So you're talking Mississippi, Alabama, um, yeah, and Louisiana, and okay. Georgia, yeah. Lovely but that's stuff. it, yeah, that's, yeah, quite a busy day. Friday's my busiest day. It's my day off from work. Yes. Um, I only do a four-day week. Um, it's my day off from work, but it's my busiest day of the week. I just have so much going on. I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm about yourself, Chief. Did you did you have a, did you have a nap after drinking the beer? <laughs> I didn't. I did not get that cider either, which is a source of much um, malignment. Malignment? Uh, no. Is that a word? It is. Malign- no, it is now. Oh, it is yeah, now, yeah. Now, malignment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say malignation. That's not definitely not a word. Well, it is now. But no, so what else did I do? I went for a little cycle. Nice. Uh, I uh, got some ingredients to make a spicy carrot soup today. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And I saw a recipe to which I'm going to have for breakfast or maybe brunch actually. It which is you in an air. I'm obsessed with my air fryer. I cook everything in the air fryer now. And you get some crumpets, you get a pair of scissors, you chop them crumpets up into little pieces, toast them in the air fryer for a little bit. Then you get a piece of baking parchment and you kind of put it in the well of the air fryer, but make sure the sides are turned up so it's almost like a little basket. Uh Put your toasted crumpet pieces in, crack three eggs in, um, don't (laughs) scramble them, just crack them in, you know, three spaced out. Chop up some jalapenos and put them in there. Maybe a little bit of sun-dried tomato, whack that in the air fryer for eight minutes... Boom, yeah. you got yourself like a crumpet 
egg omelette kind of thing. <laughs> I love it. He needs, yeah. a he needs a Michelin star restaurant. That yeah. sounds cool. Because I did think that you, you might have been barking, uh, embarking on a, a ca your carrot-based diet. I'm not sure if that's a, a, a diet that you ever considered. Where well, is um, now? <laughs> I watched um I, was, I watched a TV show last week where they had some guy on um and he talks about like food fads on or it's on social media and like TikTok right. and things like that and uh, one of them is apparently um people who claim that you don't need to go for spray tans if you eat enough carrots and apparently if you eat enough carrots right. your skin tans and the guy actually said well there is some sort of scientific basis for this um but you would have to eat like a lot of carrots yeah, pigmentation um, change. Pigmentation change, yeah. Mm. I hope I've not shared some kind of weird myth. I was just reporting on what I'd seen. but um, Sure, well, I'll give it yeah. a go for you, Parky. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, um, yeah, I'd love to get an air fryer. We almost bought one once, and then um, we kind of got scammed. Um, and then oh, no. sort of, yeah, so like the thought of, sort of it's, a bit, it's a bit PTSD now, the thought of buying a, buying a new air right. fryer. But when I go home to see my mum and dad, everyth everything's done in the air fryer. Right. right, everything from yeah. the fry up. It's an air fry up. That's it's it. Great. Love it. I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, right. So listen, we are cracking into this week, October nineteen fifty-two of Joel Schultz's magnum opus, Peanuts. And what are your initial thoughts of the month? But before, yeah, <laughs> yes, you reminded me. Before we do that, this is how the show works. I ask you if you got a snack for the show. P. Peanut snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Peanut snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Oh yeah, peanut snacks on the peanut show, gonna peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. I have got a snack for the show. I've got two, and I want you to decide which one I should eat. Um, well, I've got one as well. Week. Is it? I'm gonna. I don't know whose turn it is. I think it was your turn last. La I was gonna say last week. Well, it was last week, um, but yeah. yesterday, and I co-opted mm -hmm. with it with a beverage as well. But so yeah. I'll let you have another go. All right, so I've got, I've sent you a picture. So what I've got is I went to Tesco Express this morning on my morning walk to the coast. Yes. Um, and I bought a Nature Valley protein peanut and chocolate bar and an Eat Natural peanut and chocolate protein bar. Um, okay. Where would you like me to go? Do you want me to go into the valley or? Well, I have had both of these before. Yep. I think the, the, the Nature Valley is going to be more satisfying for you. And okay. the eat natural is going to feel a bit too healthy for you. Right. I want to be so, satisfied. Yeah. I want to be satisfied. So Nature let's go. Valley. So this is the Nature Valley protein bar. I sent <laughs> you a picture as well this morning. Did you? Well, I say this morning. I mean like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> which is still oh, this morning. Oh, the peanuts coffee. And I've jealous. got a that coffee. And it is a peanuts branded coffee with Linus on the front. And it says, coffee is my security blanket. Medium roast, ground coffee in my cafetiere. And it has a comic strip on the side as well for good measure. Yeah, I mean, as a comic strip based coffee beverage, yeah. that is 10 out of 10. You're not well, it has it. to be. Yeah, yeah, it has, yeah. It has to be. This is, so this is interesting because I, I, I got a peanuts, uh, I got a donut shop coffee peanuts branded bag gotcha. of grind a few weeks ago, if you remember I sent it. And so yeah. I think, so any listeners here, uh, in the UK, like I think these are in TK Maxx at the moment. So if you get into That's TK right. Maxx, there's quite a few of these peanuts branded um, pounds of coffee that you can buy, um, yeah. and it's decent coffee. It, for me, it tasted like um, a coffee shop. You know, like diner coffee you get in America. Yeah. If you like, oh Denny's. yeah, yeah, love that old diner Ooh, shop coffee. Yeah, mate, it's the best coffee. 
It's the best coffee. Um, so anyway, right, Nature Valley Protein, 10 grams of protein, gluten-free, sure. peanut and chocolate. Um, it's not got a uh, it's not got a rainbow to tell me how healthy it is. That would be on the on the probably on the outer box if it was that would be a multi pack. Yeah, it's not. It, these are, it's, it's like one pound twenty for this bar, which I guess actually isn't Holy too bad. Holy smokes! And you think now a Mars bar is like just under a pound, isn't it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I only ever buy Mars bars now from service stations, so it's probably an inflated price that I've got there. Right. But it has got almost 40% peanuts, so let's crack it. All right, in. okay, high hopes for a peanut score at least. I'm really hoping, I'm going to do it, if it's, I hope it's a chewy one, I hope it's like a tracker. Um, anyway. Yeah, tracker, very small, unfortunately, now. Very small, but very tasty. Oh, my word. Yeah. Right, I can't get into it, Chief. It's really difficult. As <laughs> I a, can as, hear. A, as, a, as an accessible peanut snack, one out of ten. One out of ten. Okay, new, new right, accessibility. Here we, here we go. Oh, it's chewy. Oh, it's chewy. Yeah, in a good way. In a great way. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a good already, listeners. Mm, I've already had my beans on toast breakfast as well, but lovely. Right. Now, I'm beans eat, on eat. toast, beans on toast, two slices or three? One. One, <laughs> okay. And half a can or the whole can? Half. Half a can, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why. So I'm eating this. This, this feels like, you know when you're hungry and you eat anything and it tastes good? Yes. Just because you're hungry. Well, I'm not hungry and I'm eating no. this and it tastes good. Right, excellent. Um, so, as a snack... I'm going to give this seven out of ten. Yeah. As a peanut-based snack, I'm going to give it seven out of ten. Yeah. As a um, a snack-based cartoon strip, is that how we rephrase it? No, as a peanut strip-based snack. As a peanut strip-based snack, it's yellow. I'll give it one. Um, yeah. No, oh, that's definitely good. As soon as this recording's over, I can't. It's a very difficult snack to have. Whilst yes. recording a podcast because yes. it is it's so chewy. It's the kind of bar of where I would buy a four pack and just chain all four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a good. That is a good bar. Yeah, yes. you were right, Chief. If yeah. I want to feel satisfied, have yeah. a Nature Valley protein bar. Yeah. Now Very get good. yourself into full on Charlie Brown depressive mode next week when you eat that other one. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. All right. So there's a third one as well. There was a th- it was two quid for the bar, and I forget Holy. what it was called. Right. Well, I've yeah. got one for next week. I'll preempt you now. I'm not going to have it now. It's a Trek protein flapjack peanut butter. Oh, mate! And I think it's my um, my son, my good friend um, Fraser. He um, he has recommended this as one to have. I think it's the Trek peanut bar. Anyway, okay. he says it's very good. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Fraser, but let's uh, see. Put your money where your mouth is when the chief chomps into that next week. <laughs> Three out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, October 1952, initial thoughts? I thought this was a very good month. Um, yes. I was, yeah, like, uh, if I was a bit sort of kind of underwhelmed by last month, I think I, I sort of tried to like it, which I can't, I think it bumped up the ratings. Like, this month, there was no effort to try and like this. This Peanuts delivered this month. It was fantastic. Yeah. I liked the return of the rats I've got written down here. Yes. A lot of rats this month. Um, oh, I wait a minute, wait a minute. That's a uh, T-shirt. Return of the rats. Return of the rats. <laughs> um, yep. I liked. Um, I, I like. There's a, a great 
a great bit in here where I think Snoopy speaks for just like the second time. Yes. Um, and this is like proper dialogue. Well, not dialogue because that dialogue requires two people. He's talking to himself, but it's like like it's, it's like multiple sentences. It's not just a few words. I think the yeah. last time he spoke, he uttered a couple of words in his sleep while he was dreaming. Um, but this is like proper Snoopy speech. Um, yes. So we're starting to get Snoopy's kind of personality here. And then the other thing I like about this one, I'm really starting to like Lucy. Like she was, she really right. grated when she when she came in. She really grated as a character. I don't think yes. it, I don't think she, her introduction was smooth. Um, but yeah, and like just yeah, the, the we've got a Lucy Charlie Brown head joke um, coming up towards the end of the month, um, yes. which I think will be discussed at some point. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, what about uh, yourself? We we actually have a guest reviewer popping into the studio today, uh, and it is my kid. And she is going to Evelyn. She's going to be in with us and discussing a few of her favourites from the month. So stay tuned for that later, people. But I thought it was a pretty solid month. I didn't. I didn't think there was any super standouts. I there was two that I really liked, and you know, no sports strips, which you know is a bit of a downer. But overall, solid. You know, I'm probably give it something like a seven out of ten. Seven out of yeah, I give it seven point five. Um, okay. I, I think I loosely, I, I, I thought there was two sports strips, but I'm loosely ah. applying, I'm loosely applying the sports. Okay. Um, I think one sport is mentioned. Oh no, sorry, I am, I, I'm, I'm completely incorrect because there is a darts one. I'm looking at it right now. So <laughs> darts yeah. goes up to two, which puts it in joint fourth place, believe it or not, people. With hockey. No. Uh, so no, hockey is in third on three. Yeah. So you've got baseball 13, golf 13, ice hockey 3, and then in joint fourth, you've got American football with 2, croquet with 2, fishing with 2, darts with 2, and tennis with 2. I can't believe American football and darts are tying. And then bringing up the rear on 1, you've got athletics, temping bowling, bike racing, and boxing. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just remembering the boxing one. I remember it. It's classic. Very good. With the young Schroeder. Right. Yeah. But listen, Parky, before we discuss specific strips, I want to know what's happening USA back in the day. Back in the day, everything just seemed so easy. Kids could play outside and life, it sure was breezy. Box carts, golfing, phonograms and awful pitching. Old Charlie Brown, he was shaking with lots of twitching now we got the tiktok the x and the instagram it's modern society just seems to be full of damage looking back in time it sure was a different era dogs with tricked out houses and a tv antenna usa back in the day let me hear you say USA back in the day it was light and gay USA back in the day let me hear you say so let's look back at the USA from back in the day (laughs) back in the day thanks chief this is our new segment um, that will probably be old quite soon (laughs) about so we'd like trying to provide some context to the peanut strips to talk about what's happening in America at the time um, when when Charles Schultz is writing these. Uh, mm. So I've got three three bullets um, of the three kind of events that are happening. I realise that this is from Wikipedia, so it's all kind of like user generated. So obviously someone's gone in and said, "I want to, I want this to be in there." So anyway, these are the sure. 
these are the three things um, that shone out. There were five things this month, but a lot of them are rubbish. So I've I've, I've, I've edited American history to okay. suit my uh, I like to suit it. this pod to suit this podcast as they probably need it edited. It, it, yeah. So in uh, apologies, American listener. In in, Oct- <laughs> in October 1952, the Yankees beat the Dodgers of Brooklyn um, yep. to win their 15th World Series. Um, okay, good, good. It's the driest month in the USA in 57 years. Um, as in, so, not as in booze consumed. You're talking about rainfall. I'm talking about rainfall. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't. I don't think I saw any drought-based gags um, this month. No, in, no. In Come peanuts. on, Schultz, up your game, son. And so, um, and if you remember last week, we talked about Charlie Bra- uh, Charlie Brown, Charlie Chaplin, um, not being allowed into the USA. Um, we did, yeah. and yeah, and so this month we find out that it was uh, under the um, under the uh, a ruling by J. Edgar Hoover, who was the oh, head right. of the FBI at the time. Okay. Very sinister man. Um, yeah. So he yeah, he kicked Charlie Brown out, and I think Charlie Brown, <laughs> Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> you kicked Charlie Char- Brown out of your country, then I don't want to know you. <laughs> Um, kick, kick Charlie, Charlie Chaplin out and sent him back. I think he came back by a boat um, back to the UK. Right. Okay. Um, so there you go. Um, that was the USA back in the day. Very good, very good. Love it, love it, love it. Um, right, so into October 1952, strips-wise. And well, I'm going to start off with the very first one because it is Schroeder breaks the fourth wall and <laughs> acknowledges he is a character in a comic strip. So frame one he is at his little piano and he's humming and some tunes are coming out the piano and then he dashes off in frame two panel two hey charlie brown i've got perfect pitch okay (laughs) and then here's the confusion charlie brown with his back to schroeder feet up he's gonna fall back off that chair he's leaning back on the uh, rocking on the last two two legs of the chair now very short legs on this chair almost stump like (laughs) um but anyway he says you mean a perfect pitch because who cares? The baseball season is over. And then panel four, Schroeder has turned around, walking away, and he says, sometimes I think I should put in for a transfer to a new comic strip. So a bit meta, that one. Yeah, and I didn't realise that's what... That's really interesting, like breaking the fourth wall. That's uh, I've never known that. So I guess, like, when we talked about USA back in the day, the Yankees beating the Brooklyn Dodgers, World Series yeah. is over. There we go. Charlie Brown's just referenced to that. October oh yes, first. yeah. Well done, Schultz. Oh my God, oh, I knew this segment would come into its own. Yeah, strip one. Yeah, <laughs> strip one. <laughs> very good. Yeah, very good. I, I like that one. That was that. Yeah, that was a, um, quite a good one for me. Um, I'd um, my one. So I, I, I'm going to go straight to the darts one because I like do. that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's an, another. <laughs> it's another area of life in which Lucy. Um, is better than Charlie Brown and Schroeder by the looks of things. So they're yes. playing like three-way darts. So they're probably playing like, I don't know, killer or, yes. or yeah. cricket or something. Um, and so we just see Lucy um, staring at the dartboard. There's a lot of darts on that dartboard. Yeah. And she's like, I won, I won. And then Charlie Brown, <laughs> hands on hits, like rats. And then Schroeder, hands in pockets, he's saying rats. Um, yeah. And then Lucy smiling. She's got like her hands kind of on top of her chest, like cup in her heart. Um, well, we see a red-faced Schroeder and Charlie Brown. Um, and she says, just think, I came in first. And she's skipping and dancing in the third frame. Charlie Brown staring at her, angry, bad loser as he is. And he's yep. saying, being first just shows that you were the luckiest. And then Mood changes, walks up to the dartboard, stares at it, and says, coming in second like I did, 
Shows real skill. <laughs> like he planned it. Like he planned it. Yeah. Good on you, Chuck. Um, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Kind of the, 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 the multi-moods of, of Charles Brown in, in four panels almost, which is, I like the way he can... You know, we said early on he was very uh, depressive and neurotic and had all these issues, but he is able to turn his mood around very quickly when you know when he wants to. He is. He's able to shape his thoughts to improve his mood. That's good. I mean, that's good. Like CBT, isn't that what CBT therapy is? I think just uh, just change the way you perceive the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reframe the loss. This isn't that's, a loss. Oh, I like that. A, yeah. I won. Um, yeah. 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 I think cool. other people call it denial, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like one here on the October the fifteenth, and you oh, yeah. see the two girls both pointing at Charlie Brown. I, I say two girls, Patty and Violet. Violet says we're going to have a party, and Patty says, and we're not going to invite you, Charlie Brown. Kind of smiling, kind of uh, taking pleasure in that, and then yeah. he's gesticulating around in panel two. They're kind of leaning back, and he says, "I don't care, ha ha, I don't care, ha ha ha." Okay, he's already lost it. And then panel three, he's jig, he's <laughs> jig, his, his stance here, he's jigging off into the foreground like a madman. He says, I don't care. Ha, ha, ha. I don't care. I don't care. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. And then panel four, he's just now slumped over and he goes, rats. <laughs> I, like, I like the fact the leaves coming off the tree. He shows you all tumble time in a month. Yeah, yeah. He was um, unable to, to fake his, his, his disdain. Um, you know, it, it really did get to him in the end. Yeah, I, I like that. In fact, this is like um, one of those rare, um, we've got sequential strips. So um, the one before that is we see, um, this is on of the course. 14th of October, we've got yeah, Violet and Patty uh, are planning it. And um, you see Patty sitting on a chair, kind of like pensive thought, um, because Violet has just asked her, who shall we invite to our party? And then, then they're like kind of scheming over a table. Um, Violet's got a pen and paper and Patty says, let's not invite Charlie Brown. And Violet's like, okay, we won't invite Charlie Brown. And Patty's like, and let's not invite Lucy. And he says, fine, we won't invite Lucy. And then Patty says, it's a lot more fun not inviting people than it is inviting them. <laughs> this is great. I mean, strong, yeah. Yeah, yeah. These, these, are, these are mean kids in their hearts sometimes, aren't they? Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to the 8th um, of the of the Octo- of October. Um, yep. Just because I think it's funny because it's got like a the funny word. Um, and so we see uh, we see Patty and Charlie Brown. Um, they're in the living room. There's a truck in the background, clearly Chuck's. Um, Patty's playing with her doll, and Charlie Brown says, "I'm through being pushed around. Do you hear me?" And he says, <laughs> "He walks away. <laughs> he walks away and says, i 'I'm sick and tired of always being the bassoon.' It's <laughs> 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 just just a funny word. Sick and tired of always being the bassoon. Now, and it's a bassoon." Pat- is a bassoon a a, um, a brass instrument? I think so. Or a in woodwind. A it, yeah, it's or an instrument woodwind. of some kind. I think it might be a woodwind, but it might be brass. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, but yeah, it desk is. Desk research yeah. from me, which I didn't do. <laughs> bassoon is, a, I'm going to put it in now, desk research, ding, ding. A woodwind musical instrument with which gives a very low sound. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm not sure what I was trying to do. It's like a ferry. It's like a ferry. Um, I thought you said ferret. No. Fer- <laughs> I'm sick and tired of it always being. It did sound the- like a ferry, though. Yeah. Now you talk. Do it again for me. Do your ferry. Do your ferry noise. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I live in Ramsgate, mate. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's all we hear down here. Yep. It's just ferry ferries. capital of the world, anyway. Ferry capital of the world. Actually, there's no ferries here. <laughs> no. We see the ones from Dover. We see the ones leaving and coming from Dover. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, sick- carry on, please. Yeah, he says I'm sick and tired of always being the bassoon. <laughs> <laughs> it still gets me. <laughs> it's like, and then we see Patty's just turned back and she's talking to a doll and she says the word is buffoon. <laughs> Charlie Brown stops in his tracks, no mouth disappears, and he starts walking again. He says I'm beat again. <laughs> just, just love it. Just compounds. Just compounds yeah. it in his own head. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay, I'm going to go one here to the 20th of October. In fact, I think I'm going to go to the 2nd and the 20th of October because they're kind of a running theme that we've seen before. And okay. Charlie Brown on the 2nd of October, he's riding his tricycle and he's just let out a big sigh. And then panel two, he says, I'd give anything to be playing football right now. And Patty says, why don't you? And he says, my dad said he paid $25 for this tricycle. In panel four, as he rides off, I feel obligated to ride it. Now, it's not necessarily a funny strip, but we've heard him say, I feel obligated to do something before. So maybe this is something deep-seated in Charlie Brown, where a lack of free will, potentially, Mm -hmm. or a lack of control over his own destiny. He's almost at the beck and call of other people, and... In, in a in a kind of good way in that he wants to put these things to use that he's been bought or that he's been asked to do but deep down he'd actually rather be doing other things yeah. and you get this again on the 20th of October so he's sitting down at a desk and he's got a big reams of paper in front of him and he says I just can't understand it I try to but I just but I can't I just can't and Patty wanders in. And it's always Patty who's around when he's doing his obligation speech. <laughs> yeah. And she says, what don't you understand, Charlie Brown? And he says, this bridge column in the paper. And if you don't know, bridge is a card game. And then, and you would often get uh, people writing bridge problems in the back of the newspaper for people to solve. And then he says, I never have been able, I never have been able to understand it, but the fellow goes to so much trouble every day to write it, panel four. I sort of feel obligated to read it. So even somebody doesn't know has done something and he just has this has this feeling of obligation and and almost like I say, uncontrollable need or urge, unwanted need or urge to to, to do this thing that a person has, has written it's, it's, it's a weird concept <laughs> oh do you know what though i think i i think i kind of get it i think i understand it right. and there's something there's something um i remember it reminds me of a, a scene in in peep show which um for anyone who's not in the uk um is like a tv series yep um on channel four it's a comedy um and it it sort of it's peep show it kind of comes from the the, the camera views often from the perspective of the people speaking and so therefore yeah. you can hear their thoughts so it adds this extra dimension it's very very funny it's one of my favorite ever sitcoms yeah. um and it just reminds me of a, a, a moment where mark talks about feeling guilty about everything and i can't right. think of the first thing he feels guilty about it's like something like kind of from from third world poverty um to to not wearing all of my boxer shorts and so he mentions right. about how he feels about like when he goes into he obviously has these favorite boxer shorts but leaves some and he feels guilty about not wearing the ones that right. you know that that he, he doesn't appreciate and his yes. stripy blues they're just too tight or something <laughs> yeah. um and I, I guess that sort of comes from the same um sort of headspace yeah uh, yeah like especially if of... it's something that you've either spent money on yourself and you you know you're like well i've paid money for this 
I have to at least use it or someone yeah. has bought you something and you're like, well, you know, it, they've given this to me, so I have to at least use it a bit. Unless you're Mrs. Chief Stride and you're like, you get birthday or Christmas presents and then literally the next day you're taking them all down to the charity shop. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, I feel bad. Like Lucy, like Lucy, not the Lucy. When we get Christmas, so she gets gifts that she doesn't like. She she regifts them, which I guess oh, is yeah, like a, a good yeah, regifting. She good does idea. actually regift some stuff. Yeah, yeah. But well, she's a big like... fan of taking the kids' Christmas and birthday presents down to the charity shop as well. <laughs> 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 Maybe I better edit that bit out. Okay. <laughs> That's well funny. Um, right. So, actually, Chief, this is a good moment for me to bring in the new segment, which is things that I've desk researched this week um yeah. so your your the 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 strip on the 2nd of october was one strip where i brought out the desk research um Good. and so what i wanted to desk research here the 2nd was, of october where he's riding the tricycle sorry yeah where he's riding the tricycle yeah. and he says my dad said he paid 25 dollars for this tricycle and that got me thinking what was the average cost of a push bike in the united states in 1952 Let's so i just 25 it. bucks <laughs> well it's actually 25 bucks is expensive for a tricycle right because top of the line he has got a top of the line so i looked so you could get like a decent schwinn yeah. um in the 50s for 50 bucks um okay and uh this is off some um sort of forum i don't even know what the forum was um but they talked about prices of bikes in the 1950s yes um 50 bucks for a schwinn 30 bucks for a Murray or a Huffy. If I, I've never heard of those makes of bike. No. Um, but yeah, so... Huffy even I've heard like, of, yeah. Oh, okay, so even a cheap a cheap, um, a cheap, bike in the US, sort of a cheap, yeah, cheaper one would be 30 bucks. So 25 yeah. bucks for a tricycle is um, is quite a lot of money. Yeah. So other things that I, I desk researched this Oh, month. this is my favourite segment, Parky. I love it. <laughs> so the 17th of October, and we've talked about this before. This is um, an astute observation from the chief on one... Um, on one one week when we're talking, yeah, Parky um, feels obligated to mention it. Oh, obligated to mention that seventeenth of October because this comes from the this comes from the brain of the chief. So um, the strip is that um, uh, Patty says to Charlie Brown, "I think I'll buy Schroeder a comic magazine for his birthday." Um, the second frame we see Charlie Brown. This looks like a good one. Third one, aren't you going to have it gift wrapped? I'm going through this quickly because it's not the main point yeah, of the strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fourth one is no, I want to read it read it myself first so going back to that second frame we see in the background we see the the um the the, the where all the comic strips that are for oh, sale really? yes oh yeah yeah and the names like we have hate war killer comics um one called ha ha um yeah. yeah hot um so anyway i mean these have like bizarre names so i got to thinking well what were comic books called back in the 1950s what were I'm like thinking. the main comic ones so i had yeah. a look um, you might even heard of these because you're, you know, you're a man of, um, you're a man who likes a comic book. Sure. Uh, uh, so, just get my screenshots up. I won't go through them all, but we have we have Battle Action, Battlefield, yep. Battlefront, Combat, Fighting Leathernecks, which I thought was quite right. an interesting one. Yep. Girl Confessions, mm. um, renamed from Girl Comics. Journey into Mystery, Men in Action, Mystery Tales. Patsy and Hedy. The, oh, yep. These are Marvel comics, by the way. Space World, Spellbound, Tell It to the Marines. Yes. Um, U.S. Marines in Action, Uncanny Tales, War Action, War Adventures, War Combat. So a lot of war, combat, fighting. I yep. guess America's at war in Korea. Yep. Um, so, yeah, comics are obviously kind of a cultural reference to what's going on at the time, I guess. Um, 
you know more about that than me. And then anyway, the, the third thing I dis- just researched was, yes. so this is, I'm not sure if you've got this as one to talk about. This is the 31st of October. Okay, um, It's Halloween. Um, yep. We see Schroeder and um, Charlie Brown. Um, they are at Patty's house. Yeah. And they're wearing, I mean, these aren't Halloween. I mean, this is standard um, garb for um, for Charlie Brown to wear. These aren't costumes that he's wearing. No. Although he does look like he's wearing some very, like, you know, this is GQ Charlie Brown. Yeah. Um, so he's like, tricks or treats, money or eats. Yes. Um, and Patty's like, go ahead, do your worst. We don't care. <laughs> and then Shermie and Charlie Brown are, uh, look, to the, look to the reader. They've got like that black um, speech bubble. Um, and then they walk away at the last one and they're sigh. So they, you know, they... They've had their um, they they their what's what's the phrase when you say their bluff has been called. Yes. Um, what's yes. funny about the first one is that Charlie Brown's waving his fist at Patty. <laughs> um, but but what I was interested here, what I desk research was tricks or treats, money or eats. Now what's yeah. the origin of that? So um, we always say say trick or treat. We don't pluralize it. But so um so apparently it used to be. So I googled tricks or treats, money or eats, um, and I went down an absolute mind Warren. Warren Mine complex. Warren? I don't know what Mine. that is. <laughs> I like it though. What do they call it when you go down a rabbit warren? Um, you went down, so rabbit go into the whole, went down the rabbit hole. So money or eats is just like, you know, um, that if you're going to treat me, I want money or food. Because um, yeah. I mean, we never gave money in, in the UK as a, as a, a thing on, on Halloween. And um, we have trick or treat over here. But I don't think, I don't know if you ever got like a money. But if you did, I mean, that would have been class. No. Um, and really would have raised the stakes. Usually it's yeah. just crap, crap candy. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but you, some cultures they do. Some cultures they give out money as well. Um, and also the tricks or treats thing. So tricks or treats was actually depluralized at some point. And there's a story in the Wall Street Journal. Okay. Um, if you're interested, um, I couldn't get around the paywall. Um, about when <laughs> tricks or treats was was depluralized. De- so there you go. Um, there's a whole lot more stuff about trick or treating yep. um, on the internet. Uh, the, the origins it. of it. Quite fascinating. Anyway, that was um, what I desk researched this month. Yes, yes, yes. Um, there. All right. Listen, I'm going to introduce uh, a little guest now. Uh, Evie, come on in and discuss some strips. That's right, a special guest time here at the Talking Nuts studio. It's a young lady, mini chief, Evelyn herself is here. How are you doing, Evelyn? Yeah, I'm doing good, so... Brilliant. Um, Have you come to talk about some peanut strips? Yeah. Okay, right. Well, what were some of your favourites? I think you liked this one on the 16th of October, is that right? Yeah. Okay, tell us about it and we'll discuss. So, Charlie Brown and Lucy are sitting on the step, and Charlie Brown says, Pretty good candy, eh, Lucy? And she says, Chomp, chomp. <laughs> yeah. And then he tells her, When you're ready for another piece, just holler. And then they both go, Chomp, 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 chomp. And then she goes, Yeah! Because <laughs> she wants another piece of candy. Yeah. Now, you laughed at this one when we read it, didn't you? First time round. Um, is that because, were you expecting her to also, when he said, just holler, were you expecting her to say something like, oh, I'll have another piece of candy? Kind of. Yeah. And then, uh, which bit do you, which particular bit do you like? Which is your favourite panel there? Well, I like it when she's going, yeah. <laughs> the fourth one, because yeah. he's actually left the ground. He's yeah. actually off the ground and he's it surprised. He's jumped into the air. <laughs> yes, it surprised him. Good one. I like that one as well. Okay, Lucy, once again, but getting the better of Charlie Brown, which we've seen her do that a lot lately, haven't we? Yeah. Playing drafts and checkers and stuff. Yeah, and... Okay, now another one you liked was this one here? Yeah, what's, so... What's, what date's this one? 
27th yeah, of 20, October. Yeah, that's right, yeah, 27th of October. And then what's happening in this one? So, Charlie Brown is getting ready to throw a ball. Yes. And he says, get it, Snoopy. And Snoopy is very excited. Do, so. do you like Charlie Brown's technique here? Do you think he's got his? He's going to be a good throw? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, yeah. right. All right, carry on. Okay. And then... So he throws it and Snoopy runs after it. Yep, yep. And then he just waits. Yeah, he's looking happy, kind <laughs> of. Happy. Yeah. Um, with a smile, waiting for Snoopy to come back with the ball. Yeah. And then Linus comes back <laughs> with the ball in his mouth, and he just looks so confused. Snoop, yeah, he does. Charlie Brown looks really confused because he's got no mouth here. He's kind of like, yeah, what cause... is going on? But Linus looks quite happy. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't know where Snoopy has got to. No. Do you think he had to um, try and fight Snoopy for that ball, or what, what do you think? Or was Linus just in the area? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, <laughs> fine, fine. But a good progression from Linus, because I think when he's introduced, um, Lucy just propped him up with some wood, but now he's obviously crawling around on all fours. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. We'll, we'll see Linus get a bit older. And we've actually started watching Peanuts the movie, haven't we? The, mm. the, the newer one from a few years back. And in that, um, obviously, Linus is fully run up and he's uh, one of Charlie Brown's best mates. So, yeah, yeah, good. So, the next one is October the 30th. Yep, yep. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's happening? So, um, Ch- Charlie Brown is carving a pumpkin. Yes. A very round pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Lucy comes along, she's standing behind him, and she goes, which one of you is the pumpkin? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and then he goes, what? Oh, ha-ha, that's a good one. Which one of you is the pumpkin? Ha-ha-ha, that suddenly is good. You mean, you can't tell my head from the pumpkin? Pumpkin, hey, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, that's real good. Ha-ha-ha. And then he's, like, pretending that he doesn't care. Yeah. And then he smashes the pumpkin on her head in the last panel. And she's all like, she's got a tongue out, and she's all like, what happened there? She thought she was going to get the better of him. Um, I like, the first panel here for me is the, my favourite, because yeah. straight away she's coming up with the joke. Um, Which one of you is the pumpkin? As if, yeah, his head is so round, but his head is so round, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a pumpkin. Yeah. Um, any kind of joke that involves uh, Charlie Brown's big head uh, in a re- <laughs> and a mistaken for being round is funny to me. Yeah, like mm. the one where um, he, um, someone thought his head was a globe. Oh, yeah, and there's one where he's out at sea swimming and someone thought his head was a beach ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or when he's hiding behind a tree and his head's sticking out the sides. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um... But yes, yes. So, but I, the thing I like about this one is he's got he's got one over on Lucy, because yeah. she was you know she was putting him down um, a lot of strips and getting the better of him, and now she's will she learn from this mistake? Do you think or not? Will she continue to taunt and tease Charlie Brown? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, good. Well, thank you for popping onto the podcast. Um, it's been nice having you here. Do you think you might come back for a future one and do another one? Yeah, we're enjoying peanuts, aren't we? Yeah. Good. A generational strip for all ages, apart from Mummy, because she doesn't understand it, does she? No, she doesn't understand no. it. Oh, dear. Her loss. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Evelyn. Uh, we'll see you next time. Say goodbye to everyone. Bye. Okay, so I think she chose three good ones there as her favourites of the month. Uh, that yeah. particular one on the 16th of October, I remember when I read that one with her for the first time, she did laugh out loud, <laughs> you know, uh, Charlie Brown with some candy, and it's kind of like, you know, holler if you want another piece, and the, the, the assumption is holler being just say, oh, can I have another piece? But then she just yells at him. Yeah. <laughs> classic Lucy. Yeah. Um, the one on the 27th, 
Uh, and again, Linus has started to grow a bit more and move around and act like a dog here. <laughs> so, <laughs> you mean Niles? Yeah, Niles. Did he fight Snoopy for the ball, do you think, or not? Or did he just get to it first? Oh, that's, a, that's a really good question. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I think we should ask Evie what she thinks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that 30th one is is classic, you know, any gag where you mistake Charlie Brown's head for something else is a, is a, is top of the line for me. <laughs> it is. It's like that is that is peak peak gag. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. she's and trolling him just in panel one because the smile on her face and the way she says, "Which one are you?" is the pumpkin. She's literally yeah, yeah. panel one going at him. Ch- Charlie Brown has got like his. This is the first time I think he's done like this kind of really kind of overly sarcastic response yeah. before he loses his. Um, SH1T and, yeah. and lamps the pumpkin over Lucy's head. Um, yeah, and I love, you know, I love, I love the fact that Evie loves that. I love the fact that this, this is this, this gag just transcends generations. Yes, yes, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks, Evie, for your input. It was brilliant. I'd love yeah. to have you back on yeah, um, cool. again at some point. Uh, any others here you want to want to have a little little go at? Yeah, so I'm going to go just to the 19th. It's my one Sunday strip for this um, for this month. Sure. Um, so this is, if I can find the 19th, it's, it's, oh yes, yes, after that 18th. Um, so we have, it's quite a heavy, it's quite a heavy illustrated strip this. Mm. So we start off with the panoramic. Um, we have, so we have uh, Schroeder playing the piano, something complex. Snoopy on two feet dancing. Yep. Um, and we have Charlie Brown behind him clapping, egging him on, Yahoo. The next frame, we see Snoopy is still dancing. I think he's doing that. Is it the Cossack dance? You know, the one where yes. they sort of like the Russians, Cossacks, where they're sitting. Um, That's it. Yeah. And then he Lucy does it saying, briefly. John Travolta briefly does it in um, Saturday Night Fever. Nice. Good reference, Chief. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so Lu- Lucy saying, go to it, Snoopy. Go to it. Charlie Brown's like faster, faster, faster. Next frame, they're all egging him on again. Come on, Snoopy, says Lucy. Uh, we've got Schroeder at the keys of the piano banging out some really complex notes there. Charlie yep. Brown's yippee. Patty's entered the frame. That's yep. my boy, she says. Um, and then Charlie Brown, like, all of a sudden, like, he finds himself in the middle of, like, a grassy field. <laughs> and he's like, it's really weird. It's like he's been moved, like, away from the gang. But anyway, so say it's getting late. It's like one of those sort of narrow frames that, that Schultz introduces into these strips. Yes. And then you see... Um, uh, the gang walking home, Charlie Brown, I've got to be going home. Schroeder, me too. Uh, Patty says, I didn't realise it was so late. And Snoopy's in the background, like, love, obviously had loved being the centre of attention. And now it's kind of like got a question mark as to why they're all going. And then in the next frame, he talks. There is like some sentences here from Snoopy. They're in, <laughs> so they're in, they're not in like a, the normal speech bubble that Charles, that Charles Schultz draws for like the the sort of like the human characters Correct, uh, yeah. they're in they're in kind of like it's weird because it's not it's like a thought bubble but it's got like a speech you know you've got like usually when you have a thought bubble you have like smaller thought bubbles that come yes. up that go to the bigger thought bubble well, this is, comes from like a speech um a speech point and then develops into a thought bubble so interesting not quite sure whether this is supposed to be a thought or speech obviously Snoopy's not talking but um he says there they go leaving me alone again yeah. Do any of them ever invite me over to spend the night? No. 
And he says, rats. Says, yeah. All I'm, all I'm good for is a few laughs. So I love it. So then he walks off in a huff. Uh, they're willing to have me entertain them during the day. But as soon as it starts getting dark, they'll all go off and leave me. Well, I'll show him, he says. I don't need their company. And then you see him walk to his house. Beautiful night. It's got the TV aerial. I can always sit home and watch television. Yeah. Um, it's quite sad. I feel quite sad for Snoopy. He's yeah. like really, and like, you know, I, I just think about my own little dog. It's like, God, does my dog feel rejected like that? Yeah, um, hopefully not. So yeah, I'm going to try harder. I'm going to try harder with my, <laughs> with my own little pooch. Um, so yeah, but that's that's me for the month. Okay, um, I'll, I'll, I'll go one more and it's October the 22nd. We've had a first panel gag like this before. Violet and Patty are talking to Charlie Brown who's sitting down playing with the truck and they say, we need a fourth for Bridge, Charlie Brown. And I think the gag was um, London Bridge is falling down. They needed him to form an arch or something. And mm-hmm. unless that is a strip that we haven't actually come to yet, because that I have read be. ahead. <laughs> so if you don't remember that strip, then I have spoilt one coming up for you. So apologies. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, they say we need a fourth for Bridge, Charlie Brown. So the next panel, he's walking. Uh, there's a fence behind them and he's walking behind and he says, we had an in- uh, Patty says, we hadn't intended to ask you, but we couldn't find anyone else. Then panel three, they're walking through the woods. And then Violet says, after looking all over, we finally decided on you as a last resort. And then panel That's four, harsh. Charlie Brown's looking to the audience and he says, there's nothing like the feeling that you really wanted. <laughs> um, I, l- I love that we've got kids playing bridge because it's not traditionally a... <laughs> A, a, a young, no, it's a young quite a complex game. game, I believe. Is it? I, well, I don't know. Played. Never played it, but no, no. I've never and I've never played it because it looks too complex. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there you I, go. I, it's nice to see Shermie pop in there at the end as well. Yeah, like, he's still, he's still, even if he's not in the strip so much anymore, he's still in the uh, the lives yeah. of the gang. Yeah, yeah. He's got a haircut coming up. Spoiler. I'll tell you that now. Uh, That's listen, true. Listen, look. I got an important question for you, Parky. Have you got the second Canon Gate book yet? Yes. Okay. That's good. something else I did yesterday, Chief. I ordered right. the second Canon right. book. Good, because I, I was about to quit the podcast. Um, <laughs> Even uh, if so... you just ruined a strip for me. I mean, I basically know what's going to happen now anyway for the next 50 years. Yeah, so... Shermie's going to get a haircut and there's going to be a gag about playing London Bridge. Oh, is... <laughs> no point in reading. Um, now listen, uh, let's check the correspondence. Uh, the second favourite segment of the show now behind desk research. Uh, how do I do that? I go. It's to... still my favourite, Chief. Okay, I go there. I doubt there has been because when I checked last time, I yesterday there hadn't been any. So you never know. Uh, if you want to send us something, you can. You can send an email to wetalkpeanuts at gmail dot com, or you can hit us up on X at talking nuts, or over on Instagram talking peanuts. That's it. Uh, negative. that's fine that's fine no worries uh listen we will be back same peanuts time same peanuts channel next week for more thrilling discussion of peanuts and it will be november 1952 (laughs) as we close in on that year and as we're about to go into 1953 make sure you go and get yourself the cannon gate hardback books they are lovely they're not overly expensive they're somewhere around 18 to 22 pounds a book you get two full years worth of strips to read to your heart's content or you can read them for free over on two uh, free resources which is gocomics.com peanuts or just type in peanuts wiki 1952 and the month or whatever it is and you'll get a free uh, web pages to read them there 
But with all that being said, we will see you next time. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Parky. Take care, everyone. See you later. Good grief. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission. And peanuts soon became a newspaper thing. So hot, hotter than a chicken wing. It's all about little kids and the hijinks. We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse. So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts. We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.